If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. The day science begins to study non-physical phenomena, it will make more progress in one decade than in all the previous centuries of its existence. Nikola Tesla. Welcome to the Frequency Shifter Show. I'm your host, Corinne Summers, founder of Artisan Pharmacy. In this show, we explore ways to raise the frequency of ourselves, one another, and our planet. We're digging deep into all things metaphysical, from what is frequency, to the power of sound, the Schumann resonance, our DNA, Reiki, the energy of water, and beyond. All to shift our minds and bodies back into alignment with richer states of connection, elevated awareness, and maximum human potential. And we're bringing on the global experts and thought leaders to share their wisdom as they let us pick their brains around all these juicy, mysterious topics. First of all, I don't know who Ricky is and metaphysical, Schumann's Renaissance. What are you? I don't even know. What are you talking about? Wait a minute. I need us to take a step back and calm down. What are we even talking about here? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention, I have a co-host. The universe insisted. What can I say? This is Alex Terranova, founder of Dream Mason. He's sort of a newbie to some of this frequency stuff, and he's going to help keep everything balanced, grounded, and relatable. So this show isn't just for the experts to nerd out on all things metaphysical, but it's an open welcome space for everyone to explore the mysteries of the universe and raise our frequencies together. Welcome to today's episode of The Frequency Shifter Show. My name is Corinne Summers. I'm the founder of Artisan Pharmacy, here with my amazing co-host, Alex Terranova, founder of Dream Mason, and an incredible friend of mine. Love working with this guy. Alex, how's it going today? Uh, it's going, right? We're, we're, <laughs> we're, uh, it's actually, my life is, I want to say, going really well. I have, uh, I've been committed for a long time, and I think you're similar to me and a lot of listeners probably are really committed to like, we control the narrative of our life. Like we're writing our story, we're painting our picture. And that doesn't mean like bad things, wild things, stressful things, crazy things don't happen around us and in the world. But we're really focused and committed to like, life working for us. And so this week in these times of election and craziness of 2020, um, a lot of meditating, a lot of like, like getting some like exercise, quiet time, playing with the puppy, but really taking care of myself so I can be the person I want to be like in the world. How about you? Yeah, a lot of the same. Um, I like that you use the word commitment because it's definitely a daily commitment to that higher self and being showing up as who we want to be. And it's not always what we want to do, um, but oh, I agree. Easy. Meditation, <laughs> never easy. Um, I like that you also mentioned your snuggles with Callie, your little, your little puppy. Um, my cats, Bodie and Kairos, have been keeping me company as well. And it's those simple moments through the day getting me through. Um, which kind of leads us into our special guest today, pro in changing your frequency and elevating to our highest potential. Uh, Today we have Dr. Teresa Bullard with us as a special guest. She's one of my personal inspirations in my life and my work. I absolutely love her teachings. She's a PhD physicist, an author, host of The Mystery Teachings on Gaia TV, and an international spiritual teacher with the Modern Mystery School. 
Thank you so much for being here with us today, Dr. Bullard. It's an honor to have you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. So to just dive into all the good stuff, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about how you bridge that gap between science and spirituality and some of my personal favorite parts of your work, the relationship between the heart and the brain. So my uh, background is in physics and I have a PhD in physics. So I have a lot of understanding uh, from the modern scientific approach to how the universe was created and, you know, things and how they work at a subatomic quantum level and so forth. Um, but then at a personal level, I also really stepped onto a journey of exploring ancient metaphysics and personal transformation through the wisdom teachings of, of the ancient world, not so much, not so much new age, not so much religion, but ancient wisdom. And I have found, especially personally through the Western mystery school tradition, I have found a lot of parallels between this ancient wisdom and modern science. So I really show how uh, the two, like her, from Hermetics to Kabbalah to alchemy um, and various other universal ancient wisdom teachings and how they match up with what modern science says today about the universe, how it's created, how things work, um, but also about ourselves. How do we work and uh, what is our potential? And coming, you know, specifically to what you've asked about regarding the heart, uh, we can see, for example, that there are parallels between ancient Egyptian and ancient metaphysical teachings, yogic teachings, and so forth, Kabbalistic teachings about how important the heart is. And then in today's modern science, we're also starting to see that the heart operates like a brain. It's got neurons. It sends more signals and connection to the brain than, than the other way around. And it's uh, really fascinating subject that we get into more fully in the full interview. So check that out for more information on that. Um, I, I know we, you, we go a lot into this in the full interview, but on time and abundance and um, we live in a world that's so like the modern world is so fast. Like people, we experience it is so fast. Go, go, go. It like never ends. And yet you present us with this idea of kind of time is actually relative and our, our relationship to abundance is also relative and it has to do with the way we, uh, I, well, let me actually just say, have you tell us like, what's the, what's the, why, what's the short version of why people are going to want to have to hear this piece about abundance and time, what's possible for them? Yeah. So, so much of, of our relationship with time and abundance is based on our mindset. And when we can learn to shift our mindset and peel away the various layers of programming and limitation and negative thinking that, that keeps us in a box or it keeps us in a, a really restricted way of being, then we can start to tap into, you know, an infinite potential resource and, and ability to just be in the flow of time and synchronicity rather than having to control everything. You know, in so much of our world, people use time, energy, money, and, um, you know, maybe health as the primary excuses that they have for why they aren't accomplishing certain things or why they can't show up for certain things. So time, energy, money, and health tend to be the biggest excuses we use, but those are all outer circumstances. And 
the the truth about you know whether we have enough time whether we have enough energy whether we have enough resource money for example or whether we have enough health and vitality is it really stems from what's going on inside of us not what's going on outside of us so we need to learn to peel away the layers so that we can get back into the flow of abundance and that natural flow of time where we learn to really just work with the universe and create the kind of life we want to live versus let outside circumstances dictate the kind of life that we're living right now. Uh, so we get into some tips in the full interview around how to do that, how to shift our relationship with time, how to shift our relationship with abundance, and to realize that we need to let go of worry and shift into much more uh, positive mindset to tap into these things. Yes, you get into so many juicy goods in the full episode. Um, before we wrap up this quick, quick version. Would you mind giving us just a couple of your own go-to practices that you use, whether it's, I don't know, meditation or yoga or something that we might not expect um, that you use in your daily or regular life to keep yourself calm and in balance? Mm. So I think number one, it's really important to have some kind of a practice that we bring into our daily life that connects us to a spiritual dimension of life. So whether that's uh, meditation and yoga, or that's you know some form of prayer or ritual or something that really helps us remind ourselves really that we are spiritual beings, that we are eternal beings having a physical experience, but our foundation of who we are, what we are, rests upon that eternal nature, that spiritual nature, versus it resting upon our physical nature. Um, so I feel uh, at a personal level, it's become, uh, it was a huge shift for me when I started to fold into my daily practice or my daily, like, like my morning routine or my evening routine just after waking up and just before going to bed. And I folded in some practices, uh, which are some energetic exercises, some things that help me find my, my center again, uh, that kind of lower the brainwave frequencies into a light meditative state and just, you know, really center in uh, and feel like I have a certain um, connection to my energetic being. Those really support reminding us on a daily basis of our our eternal nature. And when we can do that on a, on a regular basis, I, I feel it's really important to do twice a day because it's, you know, it's like in the morning, it really just creates this flow through our life that we can use to, to line things up synchronistically and synergistically throughout the day uh, when we're connecting to our spirit first versus, oh, I just got to get up and shower and then eat and then drink my coffee and then run out the door. It's like, no, I, I, have, I have moments here to just center myself and connect to that eternal energy. Um, and then in the evening, I think it's really important so that we can kind of clear off the energy from the day. And then when we go to sleep at night, it's like we're, come, we're going into sleep from a, a centered place versus all the stress of the day and having to process that during our, our dreams and so forth. Um, so, so that's, you know, really important. I, I definitely, you know, do the meditations. I do some form of um, energetic practices, you know, kind of a little bit ceremonial, um, but it's really more about connecting to my own energy field and then uh, calling in some support from spiritual realms. So, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. All right, before we go, where can people find you? 
Uh, they can go to TeresaBullard.com as well as MysteryTeachings.com to check out my Gaia TV series uh, called Mystery Teachings. And then my personal website, TeresaBullard.com, to just see the whole gamut of things that I offer and uh, sign up for the newsletter there as well. Yes, I love being on your newsletter and email list. So make sure you check out Dr. Teresa Bullard's website and all the places you can find her as well as our full uh, episode of the Frequency Shifter Show where we dive even deeper into all of this good stuff we touched on today and more. Thanks again and we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Frequency Shifters. We really hope that you got some value, you learned something, and that there's something from this episode that you can take away and use in your life. Who are you thinking of right now that needs to hear this episode? Please share it with them. Share this on social media. Subscribe and like and leave a comment. And please, if you have a comment or an idea or something that you want us to talk about or investigate, leave it online and we will go into those and bring you that information. Please like, share, and subscribe, and we will see you next time.